important issues. I'm Dr. Peter Bregan, a psychiatrist who doesn't believe in psychiatric drugs and psychiatric diagnoses. I think they do more harm than good. And emotional problems don't come from our genetics or our chemistry. They come from our fears and our uncertainties about engaging life in a loving, rational way. Every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. New York time, I interview fellow pioneers in the human sciences. Call in to ask questions or share your views on 888-874-4888 to talk with me and my guests live on the air on Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. New York time. Join me on prn.fm. Hi there, it's Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week. <clears throat> ah, there are no trends this week. So I'll see you next week. I'm only kidding. Whew. Yep, a lot of stuff going on. <clears throat> Where do you want to start? Yeah, let's start the markets. Because you know what it is. It's the economy, stupid. And that's what this election is going to be on. And that's about what all of them are on. <clears throat> the economy. Yep. And it ain't good, folks. That's right. It's not good, and it's going to get much, 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 much worse. The Greatest Depression is on the horizon. Trade wars, currency wars. Great Depression, 1930. Trade wars, currency wars, Greatest Depression, 19... Yeah. Got to jump ahead. 2021. That's when I see it hitting. 2021. Yep. And then you go back. Trade wars, currency wars, Great Depression, World War II. And we move forward. Trade wars, currency wars, Greatest Depression, World War III. Happy days are here again. Hey, don't worry about it. Everything will be fine. Our leaders will take care of us. That's right. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. Our leaders. That's when I fell for leader of the pack. That's why you are the pack of crap. You know, I look at the pictures 
and yeah, Syria, beautiful areas. I mean, it would be like, you know, bombing any major city in America. As far as the structures, I mean, you know, not all this glass crap that they have, but I mean, the regular cities and in any foreign nation, people's lives destroyed or dead. For what? I don't like that guy, Assad. I want him out of there. You got it? I don't care who you kill, says the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner, Barack Obama. And to be equal in his days of identity politics, pushed on by Hitler, Clinton, Samantha Power, Susan Rice. Oh, no, that was the Libyan war. Got it mixed up. Yeah, the Libyan war. Richest country in Africa. I don't like that guy, Gaddafi. I don't like the way he treats people. I want him out of there. I don't care who you kill. And now look how lovely it is that they fixed it so beautifully. I was thinking of going there for vacation. It was either that or Yemen. Yemen. Treasures. Ancient treasures being bombed into obliteration, as they did with Syria. Bombs away. Brought to you by the USA and UK and FU. Yeah, UK. You know, there's just report came out $8 billion in bombs. Rich people can make a lot of money. The military industrial complex that Dwight D. Eisenhower, five star general, supreme commander of the Allied Forces, warned us about, folks. Yep. So. Watch what's going on, as I said, between India and Kashmir. Intelligent people I know don't even know it's go anything's going on there. It's going to get much worse. Two nuclear-powered countries. Oh, and, and, and India's in deep trouble. And they're doing anything to juice the economy, this guy Modi. And, um, and another religious war, Hindus against Muslims. Of course, we had the Crusades. We still do. This is merely the 10th Crusade. The West against those Islamic terrorists. Yeah, I wonder why they, they strike at us. They can't figure it out. You could kill any all of them you want. You could invade their countries. But hey, paybacks, you know, no, no, we're the Americans. It's one thing under Trump. You don't hear him calling us the exceptionals anymore like Obama did. Exceptional. Exceptional murderers. So, on the economic front, gold is down today. Oh, but Salenti, you said it was going to go up. You got it. I said it would. Excuse me. <clears throat> got to clean my throat. <clears throat> yep. Gold right now is trading at $1,536 an ounce, $200 above when I call the gold bull run on June 4th. Gold is gold, and as I see it, I do not give financial advice. want to make that really clear. I'm a trend forecaster. I'm a trend forecaster. Don't give financial advice. Think for yourself. That's the motto of the Trends Research Institute, the Trends Journal. 
And of course, to subscribe to the Trends Journal, you simply go to trendsjournal.com. Trendsjournal.com, the only magazine in the world where you will read history before it happens. If you want to know what happened yesterday, tune in the news today. If you want to know what's going to happen tomorrow, subscribe to the Trends Journal. And I put up a um, one of our, we do three broadcasts a week, podcast, broadcast, cast, casts, whatever they are. And we put up one on YouTube so you can see what we have there. Go to YouTube, Gerald Salenti channel. And um, well, the one we put up a week ago got, geez, it's almost 90,000 views already, about 86,000 or somewhere around that. So people want to know what's going on, and that's why I come on Progressive Radio Network. I do it as a tribute to Gary Null for all that he does. That's why I do it. To help Progressive Radio Network, I believe in what they do. I believe in what Gary does, and he puts his money where his heart and mind are. So I'm very, very appreciative. Of all that he does. For all that he does. And so support them any way you can. Because things are going to get very ugly very fast. When people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. And when this greatest depression hits, our people's going to lose it. Big time. Bigger time. So, I was just thinking, you know, I'm up here in Kingston, New York, first capital of New York State. We're about uh, 90 miles north and 15 minutes south of Woodstock. 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 The day the music died. 15 August, 2000. Fifteen. It's a day to remember. It was the 50th anniversary of America's greatest outdoor concert of all times. The Woodstock Festival. Yep. 15 August 2015. This is a day to remember. There was nothing like it. Nothing like Woodstock before or since. Oh, it was a once in many lifetime event. You know, it doesn't make any difference whether you were there, you weren't into it, you didn't care, it made no difference. I fall in those categories. I wasn't there, I wasn't into it, I didn't care. It didn't make any difference to me. My mind was in a whole different place at that age. 
But there was never anything like it before or after. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Young people, teens, 20s, letting loose and letting go. Even though the times were tight. Vietnam War. Every male in that age group was draft mate. And I was one of them. I barely got out of high school. I got out with a 70 average. In New York, you got a general diploma in those days, an academic diploma. I don't know what they have now. You had to pass the regents and this and that. Of course, I had a general diploma and I had a 70 average. I barely got out. They got me out because they wanted me out. And they're drafting everybody. I said to my father, what should I do? We had, we had seven kids. Yeah, he said, listen, he said, I taught you enough. You figure it out. So I ended up going to school in Charleston, West Virginia. I knew a guy that was dumber than me in school that got in this place called Morris Harvey College. Remember, I'm a greaser, right? Born in the Bronx, moved to Yonkers. And here I am in Charleston, West Virginia. West Virginia, Gary Knowles' home state. He knows what I'm talking about. <clears throat> and the people there were the kindest, lovingest people I ever met in my life. But of course, I was too young and stupid to appreciate it. Every day, every day during those times, I'd wake up. Are they going to get me? Are they going to get me? I lived at my bones. Another made in America war based on lies and brought to you by demented politicians. Nothing changes. Then there was Woodstock going on. The heart and soul of peace and love. That's what it was back in 1969. 50 years ago. A wild show, wild times, loose and free. Woo. And it will go down in history and already has. No cops busting chops. I just went to an African festival down here in Kingston. They had these two big city trucks blocking the street you know, in case a terrorist tries to drive through here. And all these guys, you know, on to the teeth. Yep, back then, no cops busting chops, no armed battalions on the scene like today. No metal detectives or wand swingers. No people checking backpacks, pocketbooks, and pocket checkers. None of those heavily armed big guys with those big wide shoulders or those too fat to run so I'll shoot you in the back militarized police forces. The sheriffs, the city police, the state troopers, homeland security, making sure everyone behaves according to their rules. We're here to protect you. Woodstock. 1969. No slinging gun tough boys pushing their weight around. 
the people were in control. And the cats that ran it, they ran it cool. What a show. What a tribute to those hip young crew who pulled it off. And all the musicians. That Woodstock spirit warmed the hearts of America for many, many years. The music, it was the sound of many times. Fifty years later, 15 August, 2019 was the day the music died. Try as he could and doing his best, Michael Lang, who I know, the man, the main brain, I would say, behind the 69 festival, couldn't pull it off to celebrate the 50th anniversary. I remember I was on a show with him back. We were celebrating, it was the 25th, back in the 90s. And I was a jerk. And I said, oh, you shouldn't be having another festival. It's, you know, blah, 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 blah. But uh, I really respect him. I mean, he's a good guy. and tried his very best. It was an event. The reason it didn't happen to me it was an event whose time had come and gone. That Woodstock spirit of peace and love has left the soul of America. Fifty years later, it's a nation that lives in fear and terror. Watch what you say. Be careful what you do. We're watching you. We fill you up. When you go on a plane, we track every movement. We listen to every call you make and every word you say. We have your facial recognition. Peace and love? No. War and terror. We tell you what to do. And you will obey. The 1960s It's ancient history. In 2019. You know, there was real money behind it. Uh, Michael Lang. He had some investors and they lost a reported like $33 million. And the band, the people, of the, the, the artists that were going to perform there, they led, you know, from what I read, what I heard, you know, they got paid. You know, some of the biggest names in music were signed up. But they couldn't pull it off. So as a trend forecaster, for me, 
It wasn't about the money or the roadblocks that stopped the 50th Woodstock anniversary from being celebrated. Again, it was an event whose time had come and gone. It was a different time. It was a different spirit. 1969 America, for all its faults, like any nation or any individual, was free as free could be. 15 August 2015, the spirit wasn't there. It was the day the music died. That's the way I see it, and that's the way I feel it. This uptight joint, America. <laughs> nothing cool, nothing hip, nothing happening. Oh, there's some in spots. The soul is gone. It's dark. As dark as the people the repulsivekins and dumbo craps, the murderers and thieves that steal our money and the names are too big to fail in national security and keeping Americans safe at home as we go slaughter millions of people around the world. Vietnam. <laughs> Viet what? What's a Vietnam? Yeah, we're doing business with them now. They're a great country. They're still a communist country. I thought we hated them commies. Nah, it's all right. We're doing business. We're doing business. We got cheap labor there. Shut up, Seleni. We got money to make. We're pulling out of China. We're going to Vietnam. We got more cheap labor there. And we'll get out of there when that labor gets too much, just like they did in America. Paying the workers too much in the north, let's move to the south. Paying them too much in the south, let's go south of the border. And let's go overseas. I agree with Trump 100% on the issue of when he said last week, we don't need China. He's right. What do we need China for? Before murderous, lying, little piece of crap, garbage. I got to be careful what to say because I don't want to, you know, get in trouble like that guy uh, Eisenberg did. Allegedly, Bill Clinton was on a plane what, with him 26 times going to his island. You know, they got a history of you go too far with the Clintons, you know. Allegedly, by the conspiracy theorists, Jack, you're dead. Slick Willie Clinton brought us NAFTA and China into the World Trade Organization. The day the Democrat Party died. It was dying before that. Another lying little freak that everybody loves. Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Let them banks increase 
how much they could charge us on credit cards, usury laws, poof. Banks were interstate. Nope, only intrastate, weren't allowed. Yep. Oh, he brought us the Mujahideen, better known today as Al-Qaeda. We got to get the Russians out of there. We got to get them out of Afghanistan so we could set the stage a week ago there. That Jimmy Carter taught us how to hate the Iranians who overthrew the regime of the dictator Shah. Anyway, I agree with Trump 100%. We don't need China. For what? Chinese food. Yeah, but. I want the real Chinese food, not this MSMFG, <laughs> LMNOP stuff in that ingredients. But other than Chinese food, we don't need anything they make. It's the manufacturers that went over there, gave them the technology, the Nikes, the Levi's, the Apples. That sold us out. We need slave labor to make it so we can make more money. More money, I want more billions, I don't have enough. I don't care about the people. I want more money. I'm an investor. I'm addicted. And the little low-life creeps, men and women, get it in your head. Repulsivkins and Democrats who get paid off by the corporations. Whores, whores who bend over and take it to take their money and do what they're told. They're the ones that sold us out. Salenti, calm down. Why don't you run for office and join the party and have a party? I was there, young man out of college, Working on the mayoral campaign in Yonkers, New York, campaign coordinator. City of 300,000 people, worked on state campaigns. Westchester County, assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate up in Albany. I know how disgusting it looks firsthand. Oh, yeah, there's that picture of me and Ronald Reagan back in 1976, two days before he ran for office. Announced he was running for office against Gerald Ford. I've been there, seen it, and done it. A freak show, and you got freaks running the show. Welcome to the presidential reality show. We got The Apprentice, the main freak star. Yep. The Donald. He's in charge. And look what they just had, that G7 meeting over there. Over in France, little Macron, the Katzon, little arrogant nothing. Look at them all. Hey, how about she? Is he for you? Not for me. One after another.
one after another. A freak show. Name the country. May? Oh, she's gone. Now we got Boris Karloff Johnson there. How about Merkel? Eh. Hey, look what's going on in Italy. That coalition broke up. It's a global freak show. Trade wars, currency wars, greatest depression. One after another. History repeating itself. World War Three. I don't know how World War Three will be fought. But I know that World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Said Einstein. Ah, what did Einstein know? We got Lindsey Graham, Nancy Pelosi, little Chucky Schumer. And all the arrogant prostitutes that morons and imbeciles call journalists and reporters. Prostitutes. Whores get, get paid by their corporate and government pimps to tell them what to say and how to say it. And that's why you listen to Progressive Radio Network and you tune in every Wednesday. The Trends This Week. The Trends Journal is the only trends magazine in the entire world. Can you imagine that? And you know why? Because they don't know how to forecast trends. They have no idea what the future will bring. It's far into that. No idea. So, I got some ideas. And when I come back from the break, I'm going to tell you some more. Stay tuned. The Progressive Radio Network is a thinking person's network for our world's progressive visionaries and stakeholders and great thinkers to assemble on a commercial, free, and listener-supported network. Our provocative hosts speak freely and passionately on intriguing and urgent topics such as health and news and politics and women's issues and philosophy and more that directly impact our lives. Progressive Radio Network takes chances. Our voices and ideas are not always welcomed by corporate media. So Progressive Radio Network is a very important outlet for these great thinkers.
dire frontline data is difficult to hear but necessary to face if we're to have any chance of changing the current course of industrialized, militarized civilization, which is pushing us at blinding speed toward near-term total global extinction. This is Dane Wigginton with the Global Alert News Hour, brought to you commercial-free by geoengineeringwatch.org, the largest and most visited website in the world on the subject of illegal and ongoing climate engineering operations that are threatening the entire web of life. Tune in to PRN Radio on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time for an hour of the latest and most dire frontline breaking news on the most critical threats we collectively face. gadget guy but i love gadgets that really do the trick like the new app the progressive radio network has an app thanks to our friends at audio now hey this is mark farrell host to insight on thursdays at 11 a.m eastern standard time where we broadcast live out of new york city but if you can't catch the show live no frets it's always archived it's always on the app download it now listen now listen later whenever you want the progressive radio network app is available from our friends at audio now check it out Hey there, welcome back to Progressive Radio Network. This is Gerald Salente, and it's trends this week. And what are the trends this week? Yeah, yeah nothing's going on. Madonna me, and I'm Madonna you. And anybody that wants to call and has any questions, answers... 888-874-4888-888-874-4888. A lot of eights in there. Oh, perfect summer this summer. Weather's oh, it's hot, rainy, warm, cool. Up here in Kingston, see fall setting in already. I grow my own tomato plants and peppers and a lot of herbs, and now those tomato plants are all turning yellow. Yeah. Ah, what a crop this year, too. It was one of the best. Make great tomato sauces. Almost make them, and then I freeze them. Got my freezer almost full. I'd say another week. Crop's getting thinner. I love those tomatoes. Don't report me, don't report me. I love those tomatoes. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. You're hearing more and more about a recession coming. Here's a headline in CNBC right now. New recession warning, the rich aren't spending. Huh. Oh. I'm so sad they should be spending more. Sudden pullback in spending among wealthy could create, could cascade down to the rest of the economy and create a further drag on growth. Oh, you mean they won't be trickling down on us? Don't you love trickle down? 
High-end real estate is having its worst year since the financial crises. Luxury retailers are struggling while discounters like Walmart and Target thrive. Yeah, discounters. You go out and buy the cheapest thing you can get. That's what you get. At this month's massive Pebble Beach car auctions, the most expensive cars faulted on the block. In the first half of 2019, auto auction sales were down for the first time in many years. And let's see, we got some calls coming in. And the gentleman from Wisconsin. How do you do? Hey, boo. But- Yes, hello, Gerald. I uh, hope you're having a nice, uh, you've had a nice summer. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Old-fashioned old summer. Remember it like uh, it was when I was a kid. Well, I can tell you that the weather coming across your way is going to be cooler. It's already feeling fall-like here in Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah, as I said, we could already feel it coming here as well. You know, getting nice cool nights. And so that's what happens. I mean, you know, it's late August, and that's the way it used to be, you know, and that's so, I know there's climate change and all that stuff going on, but this has been a perfect summer so far for me. Uh, Just a couple of quick uh, things, and I'll be very quick. You know, on the matter of India, Pakistan, and and Kashmir, uh, I I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. You you, you know, and I don't know Indian history uh, fully, but I believe that Kashmir was always a separate kind of kingdom. Um, and, of course, you know, India and Pakistan and Kashmir were part of the British Empire. Uh, and then when they partitioned it, um, there were certain, um, as, as you alluded, there were certain deals made with, uh, both, uh, Kashmir made both with India and Pakistan. Uh, and one thing with India that was made was that it was always going to remain kind of a separate kind of entity and that's even in the Constitution, Indian Constitution. Um, and, and, and also there's a third part of Kashmir that China annexed, you know, which doesn't usually come up. But anyway, to, go, uh, to fast forward to today, um, you know, this began um, when, remember, Modi sent a couple of jets going not into Pakistan, Kashmir, but into Pakistan, and they were prompt, one was promptly shot down, you know. But he didn't... Uh, 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 he didn't uh, Face any fallout because you know people were frenzied uh, in India, and and there was the election around the corner, and he used that to his advantage. And I'm not even taking the side of Pakistan, but in this most recent kind of clampdown on on Kashmir, and this is really kind of you know Israel doing it to Gaza and to uh, the Palestinian areas. No wonder they get along very well anymore. Um, They completely kept the politicians at home. Put you know all I mean it was this is kind of what Nazis did when they went into parts of um, Russia and all these other parts. I mean this is the style of of clampdown that was applied to the Kashmiris, and all the Kashmiris want is their own. They want to remain separate, um, and the, and even the people in Pakistani uh, occupied Kashmir are treated much much better than the Indians. And by the way, I have no relations with Pakistan, but this is what I'm seeing. And if I can just end this Kashmir thing, but I got one more thing to say. I think Imran Khan has acted as a great statesman in this thing, whereas Modi has has looked like a like a like a pimp, 
that, that he is. On, uh, on the other issue of Pakistan, uh, and excuse me, of Kashmir, it's also Muslim. And Modi is Hindu. And he's very strong in that, in that push as well. So let's go back to the deal that was made in 1947. And you mentioned it was part of the British Empire. Part of the British Empire. Can you imagine that? What the hell are they doing all the way over there? Then that's the murderous, murderous mindset. And it still exists with the UK, with Blair and Cameron and all the others and, and the United States. They're, they're all in bed together with this murderous mindset. So the deal was, of course, Casimir should have been its own place. But they didn't. But they, as you pointed out, they gave them their freedom to be their own country. And there was another part of it as well. They had autonomy in many, in many ways. Still part of both India and Pakistan, but had autonomy. And the other issue was that no foreign people could come there and buy land and own it. Now that's changed too. So now you're going to start seeing Indians flood into Kashmir and buying up the joint. So, and you mentioned how Pakistan is responding, and you're right. They don't have much, they, they, they're stuck. They don't know what to do. That's why it's, it's calming down at some point. The other important point, as I always mention, when all else fails, they take you to war. And the end, the Indian economy is failing. They had their worst quarter in five years. The forecasts for it are going down. They're nifty-fifty, their equity markets, down over 10% since Modi got elected. And he won by a big margin. So it's a diversion to get the people's minds off how bad things are going there, plus the weather issues they have. All the people that have no water, or little places they're getting flooded, one after another. So they got 1.4 billion people. Actually, it's said that they have more people than China, actually. So there's no way. And now when the Greatest Depression hits, poof, you haven't seen anything yet. It's going to get really ugly. So thank you very much for calling. Hey, Boo. And we have Clay on the line from Joyzy. Hello, Gerald. Uh, I'm one of your subscribers. And... um what do you think about ocean uh, with this uh, great uh, economic calamity that you uh, are uh, forecasting? I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't hear you. What do I think about what? Oceans, o- ocean shipping uh, with regards to the economy in the uh, great calamity that you're forecasting. Oceans? Did you say? Ocean shipping. I ocean work as a dock shipping. Worker. Oh yeah. Oh no, it's going to go down. You're already seeing it. You know. You've seen with the reports coming out how shipping is going down. It's not going to be the end of the world. It, life goes on. And, I agree. And it's, but it's going to slow down dramatically. There are too many people and not enough jobs. Again, let's go back to the 1930s. I'm saying history is repeating itself. You had two billion, two billion people on the planet. Two billion in less than 100 years, we've added 5.5 billion people. There are too many people, not enough jobs. And now with the new, 
we're over capacity. We have more manufacturing than we'll ever need. Overproduction, more products than you could use. Online has brought down the costs of so many things. Open borders lets more cheap product come flooding in from everywhere. And overpopulation. So putting it all together, when we're talking about the problems of people leaving Africa and South America, you haven't seen anything yet. Human waves, forget about it. That's one of our top trends for 2019. It's going to be a tsunami. People leaving, looking to leave the corruption, the violence, the poverty of a nation near them and that they're living in. So, Clay, what I suggest to people now is in order to prepare, prevail, and prosper in the times ahead, number one, and number one is why a lot of people listening are listening to Progressive Radio Network because of all that Gary Null does in the field of health. So number one to me is you have to be in the best shape you can be in physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Spiritually, you know, with the God you believe in, great. Keep going there. But spiritually on another level to keep advancing and become a better person. And as I say, you know, people say, oh, what this person did when they were 18, 19. What are you, the, gob, the crap that I pulled in my life? What are you kidding? You try to grow up and get better and, and improve your life. So that's what I'm saying now. There are going to be advantages. I mentioned before how on August 15th, 2019, it was the day the music died. The Woodstock spirit left us. It's time for a new one. Smart entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs are going to find new ways to serve the new population. There's going to be opportunities when you go to music. I mean, go back to the Great Depression. It was the happiest, hottest music America ever knew. It was swing time. It was, you know, drop your troubles, you know, by the doorstep. You know, life can be so sweet on the sunny side of the street. And that's where I am, the sunny side of John Street in Uptown Kingston. So, anyway, that's the way I see it, Clay. I totally agree with you. So, thanks for calling. And again... Everybody, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just putting it out there. The motto of the Trends Journals, think for yourself. You know, we just, my, that's the other thing. My father may rest in peace. You know, you, you know you're getting a fight with your father, you know, yelling. And you go to me, a little SOB. So what do you think I tell you? Everything I tell you? Because I want you to be like me? I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be yourself. And to me, that's who you have to be, yourself, and the best self that you could be. And again, I'm no preacher. Woo! As I said, boy, I pulled my stuff in my day. So I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm not telling people what to do. But I can say with all confidence that It's time to get in the best shape you can, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I just went through a very hard hit. Someone I put a lot of trust in, 
My fault, totally mine, and didn't do it right without going into details. Was more depressed, as depressed, I would say, since I went through a divorce many, many years ago. So what I did, rather than go down, is I increased my workouts. I doubled down. I eat well. Not Gary, no, well, but very well. I don't eat junk. I, because we have great farmer's markets over here, bought more and more fruits every day, cutting back, eating less, and eating healthier. So now, physically, I'm in, I would say, the best shape I've been in since my 40s. So when things are going down, it's really important to build yourself up. The other thing that I suggest to all listeners is to tune in what's going on around the world. Heard from Hebu before, from Wisconsin. He's very knowledgeable about what's going on in a lot of parts of the world. He calls up an economy. He's very tuned in. You're tuned into Progressive Radio Network. You're tuned in. But you got to do your own research too. And again, don't take sides on issues. I'm a political atheist. I don't believe in the political system, and why should I? You know what a politician is. Someone who's manipulative and devious, typically to gain advancement within an organization. So why would I want to take a side? Think for yourself. But I'm just saying, a person that I know is looking to buy a house, and I suggested to them, I said, I wouldn't buy anything right now. I'd wait, I'd wait until about 2021, wait about a year. And then I, the caveat was, but if you find a real good deal and you really love it, yeah, the price is going to go down, but, you know, life is short. And so I would suggest you go for it. So that's the way I look at it. Don't stop living. Life will continue with or without you. And the other thing that I, I learned over the years, and a big mistake I made, was that I thought when things crashed, they would stay down. They don't. They come back. It's going to be the greatest depression. Not for everybody. We're a nation of 320 million people. Plus. So for 120 million get hit, you still got 200 million. And that's a lot more than you used to have when the Great Depression hit. So life goes on. Think ahead. Prepare. Plan 
and prosper. And that's what we do with the Trends Journal. We give you information that will help you do that. We don't tell you what to do. There's, the, the, there's a global slowdown going on. You're hearing it out of Germany, the fourth largest economy in the world. They're looking going into a recession. These are real numbers. They're not made up. I mentioned there's a slowdown going on in India. Look what's going on in China. The central banksters over there just came out with a new scheme to pump more money into the system. And no, the yuan, their currency, they're not lowering it purposely, as Trump says. It's going down because the economy is going down. Car sales are in a tank. What's going on there? $40 trillion in debt. Debt to GDP ratio of 300. America is under, under 100. That, depending on whose numbers, it's about 79. Debt to GDP ratio. 300 in China. So they don't want their currency to go down because most of, they, they import more oil, more energy than any other country. What's oil based in petrodollars? The yuan goes down against the dollar as it is. That means it costs them more to buy stuff. Like the biggest thing they buy, energy. Imports. 80% of their GDP almost is consumer-driven. Imports are now more expensive. Oh, yeah, they're going to export more. Yeah, they're going to export a little more if the yuan goes down. But it won't help them. Oh, and then there's the debt. The corporate debt in dollars in China is about $3.5 trillion. That means as their yuan gets weaker, now they have to come up with more yuan to pay back the debt. They don't want that. The dollar is strong because the other economies are so weak. End of story. Look at, look at what's going on now. As our budget deficit swells, nobody cares. As I said, what I got wrong in the past is that I thought when the, yeah, I call the Great Depression, I call the dot-com bust. These are facts. I'm not making it up. It's in writing. When before it happened. I coined the term, the panic of 08, took the domain name out in 2007. What I got wrong is that I didn't know they'd come up with things like quantitative easing, negative interest rates, and negative yields on bonds. 30-year bond, German bond, negative yield. Put your money in a bank in Switzerland. You go, it's a great deal. Minus 0.75%. Again, you can't make this stuff up. They'll do anything to prop it up. They're banksters. They're gamblers. They're addicted. They'll do anything they can to juice the markets. And they will. And when all else fails, they take you to war. Because right now, they don't have a lot of monetary methadone to keep the addicted bull running. You go back to the last time, when the banksters, the Federal Reserve in the United States, started pumping dough into the economy, what did they do? Well, interest rates, they were at about 5.5% back then. So they could lower them. 
Now they're at two percent. Ain't too low to go. Go over to Europe. Oh, they're negative already, minus zero point four percent. Oh, how about Japan? Now they're minus two. There's not a lot of monetary methadone to inject into the addicted bull. The greatest depression is on the horizon. We do our best to help you through it. Trendsjournal.com. Trendsjournal.com. There's a discount request page if you can't afford the full price. It's only $129 a year. Pennies a day. And please help us occupy peace because when all else fails, they take you to war. Occupypeace.com. It's on the horizon. Trade wars, currency wars, Great Depression, World War II. Currency wars, trade wars, Greatest Depression, World War III, unless we stop it. And to me, the only way we're going to stop it, let's go back. When things slow down, let's pump up that sound of joy and beauty. And that's what's missing in life to me. More joy and more beauty. I love beauty. I have over 200 plants in my office. I take care of all of them. I create beauty all around me, artwork, because I write and talk about all the ugly stuff going on. And art is a true meaning of the human spirit, as Marie-Pierre had told me before, a great artist. Yeah. A wonderful woman to be with for a number of years. Art is the way of finding the true meaning of the human spirit. And that's what we need to bring back. Liberty, love, peace and joy. Occupy peace because that's what it's about. The future is in our hands. Unless you want the psychopaths, sociopaths, and maniacs to continue to ruin what we have. So thank you very much for tuning in today. This is Gerald Salenti on the Progressive Radio Network. And do what you can to support all that Gary Knoll does and the team, great team of people, to keep the truth alive and help you get in better shape in every different way. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Shut up.